Hey, so after 16 years, I'm finally calling it quits. I'm getting off Facebook. I got on it Halloween 2004. Again, 2004. I mean, if you're watching this, odds are. I mean, let me know in the comments if you got on before that. I mean, not like I'm trying to set a record or anything, but that is pretty early adopter status. It's been a platform that I've, you know, pretty much my entire adult life I've been on it since I was 18. Now my birthday is tomorrow and so I know there might be some extra attention to my page and it's not to make it about me but I was intending to get off at the end of this year but then got caught up doing a lot of things and you know didn't really have time to make any posts and I figure if you know I've spent all these you know thousands of hours on this platform every day you know wasting brain cells on here that you know probably should make sense to do a little you know manifesto type video of everything that is on my mind and I don't have any notes I don't have any script other than complaining about Facebook I didn't really know what I was going to talk about today but I you know I probably should mention that you know there are other platforms out there that don't censor you I'm going to be concentrating my efforts on float.app forward slash the Liberty Advisor I already have over 500 people there which is you know over a third of what I have on Facebook even I mean my goal on Facebook was never to be some big Facebook celebrity that everybody that everybody wanted to you know get a piece of I mean I was underneath fake names up until 2016 when liberals reported me too many times and then I had to give up my ID and not only did I have to give Facebook my my ID they had to mail something to my home to then be able to unlock my account to prove that I wasn't a Russian and this was September 2016 when I first started getting some traction on my page then they've you know made it so I couldn't even pay them to to advertise and you know leading into the election you know from a standstill I reached over a million people the week of the election like the day after the election I reached 800,000 on a single post that then was taken down for copyright infringement from South Park which you know I highly doubt the South I mean the South Park guys probably would have laughed their ass off at it I, I doubt they would have actually taken down that post a couple years later but anyways it made it so my Liberty Advisor Facebook page that had 32,000 people following it after two months in existence made it so no if I post in there no one can see the videos like 30 people can see the video so what am I wasting my time for you know same thing with the world alternative media page I mean point zero zero nothing you know that thing has been reached and so we are in this world where there's this electronic gulag that has been put around anyone that is not uh, basically a communist and a lot of conservatives and Republicans I feel like have been blind to this now maybe they aren't as much anymore now that El Presidente has uh, been kicked off of Facebook and uh, you know suspended you know briefly on Twitter unless you remove certain tweets like he's five years old and so you know we're in this situation now where the social media even if there was legislation to make things fair well fuck them I don't want to be giving paying my attention and that's exactly what you're doing you are paying your attention the number one thing that I mean basically big data is the new oil and so if they are able to take our information use that to then sell us things they are making a shitload of money off of that and so in the future there's other platforms there's things where they don't sell out their user information float.abp being one of them and yes I was an early investor in it so I uh, you know I guess there could be a conflict of interest there but I put money down on it because I think I believed in it but you know I put some money into mines and put some money into some other the other smaller platforms as well and steam it back in the day so you know it's not it's not unique but 
when it comes to the censorship issue, when it comes to our data, our data is being weaponized against us. And you know, Cambridge Analytica was one of the big hacks that went on, or it wasn't really a hack, but you know, they were using our, our data against us. And now they're one of the big investors in the parlor. So you know, if you think that parlor is the answer, uh, and you didn't find out about the censorship until now, you know, I got news for you. That's not the answer. And you know, I, I think I made an account over there, but I don't really plan on using it. And it just got to the point where. You know, in 2016, I spent so much time trying to help President Trump win that, you know, it really put a toll on uh, a lot of relationships I had with people. I mean, a lot of people, uh, you know, basically haven't spoken with me since. Uh, I've been blocked by hundreds of people that I know personally. Uh, you know, basically, it was one of the contributing factors to marriage falling apart. But in the day, even that, you know, I think has turned out to be. Uh, blessing in disguise as well and you know I don't want to and the thing is a lot of things in my life are going really well I mean I don't want to make that seem like you know what was me because a lot of things I mean I've like pretty much never been happier but I'm just making this manifesto video which is going to make it sound like you know everything is bad but it's only because I'm talking about stuff that annoys me but in actuality, you know, a lot of things are going really, really well in my life and I couldn't be happier and I couldn't be thankful. I guess I could be happier if we didn't have an entire pandemic and I could actually travel without having to put a mask on. I'm almost at six months without even touching a mask. We're talking not going into a store, uh, you know, nothing. Haven't, haven't even touched one. So, you know, we got, I guess, you know, if, if that wasn't, notwithstanding that, it would be uh, a pretty good, I know, a pretty good thing going on. But you know, we pay our attention. So our attention is valuable. I mean, right now I appreciate you watching this. I mean, that your attention is valuable and it's valuable. And the people that have been watching me have been way ahead of the curve for years. I mean, I talked about on Facebook, Bitcoin when it was underneath $1,000. I had said that President Trump was gonna win and that they're gonna blame it on the Russians on video in September 2016, one of the very first videos that I put out. Then I also had said going back to February of this past year that, and I threw a, literally on stage, you can go to my YouTube channel. So that's another place. Go to thelibertyadvisorshow.com. It's all the places that you guys can find me going forward. You can get on my email list if you want to keep you know, hearing my rants and being on top of things years ahead of everybody else. But you know, essentially what is going on is, I mean, I guess you know, getting back to that, that video, I said on video, and on a presentation in Mexico, I put up, I think, five or six states on the screen said, listen, Trump barely won these states. All they need to do is use the voting machines to flip a few votes in a few counties and voila, you know, he loses. And they didn't have to do that in 2016 because they thought Trump was going to lose no matter what. So the deep state is not going to risk a felony on something that they think is in the bag. And then they still lost a rigged election in 2016, but they were damn sure not gonna make sure it happened in 2020. This is exactly how I was talking going back to, uh, I mean, pretty much going back the past three and a half years. And for that, you know, I had all the Q people who were pissed off at me because, you know, I was ruining their parade. Well, guess what? I also had the first fake news list that ever got thrown back to the left and had that go viral. You know, my initials are TTP, trust the plan. So, I mean, I have more credentials to be fucking Q than even Q. So I don't even know, uh, but, you know, and I'm not mad at the people who, you know, just learned about the deep state and the globalist and all these other things. And maybe they supported Mitt Romney uh, in 2012 and still didn't get it. But, you know, for those of us who have gotten this for over a decade, 
you know, it's very frustrating seeing others who should know better, who have known about this stuff for a long time, who then got very famous, you know, promoting all the QAnon bullshit, who then couldn't, even some of them, I think at the end, even knew it was bullshit, but, you know, then, you know, there are hundreds of thousands of followers and fans, are they gonna tell them that and ruin the parade and get ostracized? No, they're not. I mean, I've been spending my whole life getting ostracized and being the black sheep and you know it would be you know i would have been way more popular had hillary won and then you know kept going on with that but you know i refused to basically you know just support you know what was going on just because of the fact that i voted for somebody but my big issues were censorship and what's going on with censorship i mean it's gotten way worse i mean trump talked a big game and had some real tough meetings with some people but at the end of the day you know nothing you know came out of it and now his ass and i told josh Sigerson this the day before uh after january 5th i told him listen trump's not going to make it past past uh past january you know he's not going to make it into february on twitter that they're going to kick him off and literally the next day they suspended him and then facebook did kick him off so that was no but actually that wasn't my main issue that was probably the second biggest issue my first issue you know, being an end of Fed guy, you know, uh, central banking, you know, the fact that our money is printed up out of thin air by central banks, and then we owe interest to people that never had the money to begin with, it is slavery. So they can print money, borrow it to us, and then use or use that money to buy up assets. Now we owe them on money they never had to begin with. It's a huge scheme absolute biggest scheme in the world but i guess the censorship is maybe even more of an important issue because i can't expose that issue because nothing was done about censorship and so ultimately immediately after the 2016 election i realized that we have to save ourselves that you know this issue is way too big a lot of the maga people you know bless their hearts they had the right intentions but you know didn't really fully grasp what the problem is the problem is you know, it's not like Donald Trump wins and everything is saved. I mean, there's much bigger issues to all this stuff. And unfortunately, a lot of the biggest problems that are out there all got worse underneath them. But, you know, it's an impossible job. You know, he was never going to make me happy. But I would have liked if not all of my biggest issues all ended up getting worse. And I even said in my first podcast ever that there was a, a thousand things I wanted him to do. And he did 999, but then didn't use the bully pulpit to then expose central banking and the Federal Reserve that he was useless for me. And so this has been an abysmal presidency that was very fun to watch and very entertaining. And I liked how he was shit talking the, the press and calling them fake news and basically fell out of bed when he did that four years ago because I was like, holy crap, I had a fake news list that went viral. And it was the day, it was the that very day that that started going viral is when Facebook shut me down on the Liberty Advisor page and basically made it, I mean, it's even worse than being shut down because it's still there, but but basically, you know, I can't even tag my own post and things and no one can find things. And I have less followers today than I did two months after the page was created. I mean, give me a break. I mean, there's no way, you know, that would happen. So, so you're saying when nobody knew me, I was somehow able to amass 32,000, but now that I had 32,000 people following me, now uh, no one was able to then f find the page again. Bullshit. I mean, this social media has been absolutely weaponized against us, which is why I'm getting off of it. But the bigger issue is not 
and it's not about me. It's not, I mean, I was very hopeful in 2016 that, hey, you know, I was able to reach all these people. And what if I am able to get like an army of like uh, another hundred people that are like me. And now we're reaching, you know, a third of the country on every fucking tweet. But no, that couldn't happen because the tech oligarchs did not like the fact that we upset their parade in 2016. And they were going to make sure that that wasn't going to happen again. And so I had also been advocating that you, you could secure the election through blockchain, but, but that's sort of giving legitimacy to voting because nothing ever changes with voting. You get Republicans controlling everything. And what happens? Everything, you know, got worse. The, you know, the two years, you know, they should have just been running roughshod, doing whatever the hell they wanted to. And they sat through and they wasted those two years. And so, so once I saw that they were not serious about getting stuff done, the first two years, I mean, I was done with them. I mean, I didn't have any time for that. I mean, we, we had absolutely no time to waste. So yeah, he, you know, didn't sign TP, got us out of the TPP and got us out of the Paris Climate Treaty and, you know, did some other good things that I liked. But all this can be reversed in two seconds. None of that's permanent. And so there was no permanent foundational changes that were actually made. I mean, other than maybe, you know, exposing globalism and exposing the media, which those were you know, pretty big transformational things that I do give him credit on. There hasn't really been a lot of transformational changes that will actually last. And so, you know, I, I do think that this whole presidency was a failure. And the fact that, you know, so many people's emotions ride high on who's gonna be president and everyone's life is so affected. I mean, the president, first off, I mean, Congress technically should have more power than presidency and according to the constitution they do but congress have been lapdogs and just give up all the power but the president shouldn't have nearly as much power as he does and what's the ultimate metric as a small government conservative your metric should be this is me you know trying to talk for everybody else but the metric should be is government bigger or smaller and guess what government's never been fucking bigger than it is right now maybe underneath you know uh fdr maybe it was bigger but you know and, and again, FDR was a, you know, quote unquote liberal who then, you know, appointed an actual KKK member to the court, not just like, you know, Joe Biden, who, you know, was only, you know, uh, you know, giving eulogies to a former KKK uh, grand cyclops in Robert Byrd. But, you know, I, I digress. And it's just unfortunate that, you know, everything has basically been squandered. And we, you know, there was a chance, uh, you know, four years ago for the first two years to do things. But, you know, guys like John McCain and other rhinos had to go block everybody and caught a lot of heat for not supporting, you know, John McCain, especially living here in Arizona, you know, caught a lot of heat for not supporting Mitt Romney in 2012. And a lot of people telling me that, you know, I just wasn't smart enough and I couldn't see things. So, you know, I will be accepted. It is, you know, it will be my birthday today on the 9th. So, you know, if anyone wants to send me an apology, you know, I will be accepting those all day for the next maybe you know 11 days i'm on facebook but i am getting off on the 20th and it's not about even if trump won i was already going to get off because it's you know the human psyche is not meant to go read through thousands of comments on a single post well i guess i don't have thousands of comments anymore because i'm shadow banned but it's just not good emotionally to be on there whether things are going good or bad it's being weaponized against us the people that run it hate us and want to basically weaponize it against us and everything that we care for. Not that I'm, uh, you know, fully believe in everything that 
most conservatives necessarily believe in, but you know, I, I do tend to agree with them more than the liberals because the liberals aren't really liberals, they're authoritarians, and really on both sides of the equation, they're both authoritarianism. So you have, you know, collective collectivism and individualism, and I want to stop all this collectivism, and I don't care if it's Republican collectivism or Democratic collectivism, and basically the Republican collectivism is basically now even worse than what the Democrat was, you know, probably four or five years ago, except now the Democrats have moved even further left. And when you've got somebody like Trump, and he did a lot of good things, but he just did not have the uh, intellectual capacity to realize some of the biggest issues, which are censorship, which was securing the vote, which was, you know, the fact that we are slaves because we do not own our own money. And so I'm not even saying even get rid of the Federal Reserve. You guys can do whatever you guys want to do. You're going to get rid of yourselves, which is why now you're going to spin a great reset. And what's going to happen is there's going to be, and, and this is from a guy that's predicted a lot of crazy shit, including Trump losing because they had rigged those few states and that he'd win in 2016 and that they blame it on Russia. So I don't know how many people have got a track record like that. Not to brag, it's because I wish people were listening to me so that way we could stop a lot of the bad shit that was going on. Not because, oh, I'm so smart guy, because at the end of the day, I don't want my kids and grandkids and your kids and grandkids to be slaves to all this. But what is going to enslave them is the same freeing technology and blockchain technology can be the most freeing thing known to man or it can be the most enslaving known to man. And guess what? Once central banks get a hold of it, Bank of Japan already talking about it. The Chinese are already doing this uh, in beta test programs where, you know, I think a month or two ago they had Shenzhen where they gave out like a lottery to win $30. And I think two or three million citizens, you know, won the equivalent of $30. And they just had another big city in China do the same thing where I believe, same deal, they got 30 bucks and a chance to win, you know, free laundry for a year. That's, that's all it takes. So you get everybody broke. And then you then have some sort of universal basic income where you get like a thousand dollars a month. Kamal Harris, as recently as June, has talked about ten thousand dollars a month and even offer, offered a fucking bill uh, that made it to the floor that talked about ten thousand dollars per month. I did a video on that actually with Yoshi. So, Yoshi, say hi. So, we did a video on that with him. Um, uh, yeah, I guess in, in June. So, if you want to go back to my channel and watch that, get more details on that. Then they're gonna tie this central bank, so it's gonna be like a Bitcoin dollar that's gonna have almost all the bad features of Bitcoin. And, you know, aside from maybe easy use of payment, you know, none of the real good features. And they're gonna say, oh, hey, Tim, uh, we saw you talking shit about the government. Uh, you're not getting your thousand bucks this month. Or guess what? You didn't get the jab, you didn't get the vaccine. You're not getting the thousand, you're not getting the money. Because that is where everything is going is that they're going to have a central bank digital currency that is going to be tied into a universal basic income and it is that is not even a crazy prediction like I would bet everything on it everything that 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 is what they're going to do and now the Democrats are in full control and full power this is such a dangerous time for everyone and so even if you're a liberal or a fake liberal and you are thinking how great things are right now and it's a new day for America and you guys um, you know, are super happy, well, we'll see how happy you are when 
you know, basically in the future when you're not going to be allowed to speak out, when your kids are not going to be allowed to speak out, when your grandkids are not going to be allowed to speak out, because we've sold this country out to basically the authoritarians, and now, and you've got central banks who are the basically the modern day slave drivers who fuck things up so badly running things that the system is completely unsustainable. And so I put my bets into Bitcoin, you know, the only asset besides a little bit of silver that I bought last year. And so, okay, well, boom, okay, well, you know, every for every Bitcoin you own, you're increasing your net, you've already increased your net worth by $1,000 a day in 2021. So I'm not over here bitching, but you know, I know that most people are not gonna be as fortunate as me. And when people are upset, what do they do? When people are hungry, what do they do? They go and they riot. They call for higher taxation. They call for more government. They call for more enslavement. And and I know that we're going to be at the crosshairs of all these bad things. But you could tax everybody 100% of all their income. You could take everybody, like all, I got this uh, depiction of the sun behind me, but you could take all of everybody's worth and you still could never pay off the debt because the money is debt. In order to get money into the system, technically currency, you have to issue a treasury bill bond or note. You don't have to, but the way that it's been set up to gang rape everybody has been set up as a modern day slave system, but they got too big for their britches. They mismanaged it too too badly uh, in 2008, uh, well, the entire time. But essentially we're at this crossroads now where it cannot continue. And so there's going to be a great reset. If you don't believe me, Klaus Schwab has a book called uh, COVID-19, The Great Reset. So in my opinion, what they did was that either it was an accident or maybe it was a, uh, maybe it was a mistake, <laughs> use that, you know, sort of jokingly, but a coronavirus escaped the Wuhan Institute of Virology at, you know, sometime uh, in 2019. And then the powers that be, uh, once they realized what was going on, realized, hey, this is the perfect thing that we can use to have the Great Reset. And while we're at it, you know, here's all the things we want to do. We want to get a more sustainable environment. Well, it's not really sustainable. They just want to be able to track, trace, and surveil everything you do. They don't give a shit about the environment. They don't give a shit about black people or anything. They just want to use different groups to accomplish their agendas. And so with this great reset, they're going for broke, where essentially they're gonna make everybody broke, they're gonna get everyone to beg for all this you know, stimulus, and, and eventually they're probably gonna collapse the dollar into some sort of central bank digital currency. So you'll have your dollar, but it'll be like a, uh, you know, some sort of US uh, Federal Reserve note coin that you'll have, you know, the goldmansucks.gov coin. And then what they're gonna do from there is they're uh, you know, gonna issue it out every month and they're gonna say, hey, if you exchange your, and at first they might not make it mandatory. They might, they're, they're, they're gonna incentivize you and be like, oh, well you didn't, you know, if you pay using, if you pay your taxes using this, then we'll give you 5% off or 10% off, or you go and exchange your money into this and we'll give you, you know, 2% interest versus, you know, 0.0 whatever at the bank. And, and then eventually they're going to say, oh, well now that all the money is digital, we can have a negative 5% interest rate meaning you've got to spend your money or put it into the stock market and you know this is something that is coming very fast very very fast i mean i really don't think we go another four years and hopefully I don't bust my ass getting down here because i don't have very good shoes uh on right now for that but uh i'm just not really hopeful at where things are going because i just see the game plan i understand the game plan 
there's too few of us out there there's too few lions out there that see the game plan and uh and that's right here here's a the asteroid belt i guess is behind me and talking about how uh okay i guess i thought i was gonna talk about galileo but you know galileo was another guy who you know dared to say that the earth wasn't at the center of the universe and you know scientists and the vatican put him down and at the end of the day i mean a lot of people might think oh central banking you're talking about the jews well i mean the vatican runs i mean i sort of think the jews are just you know sort of the, the bankers for and it's not even jews it's you know people that you know use judaism to their um you know that is used the religion to accomplish their means just like you know the average catholic is not a bad person i grew up catholic most of my family are catholics so um it's the people at the very top just like the average American isn't bad the average uh, actually yeah the average politician is bad but you know what you know what our politicians are doing are, are not the same and what the people at the top of these banks are doing like the Vatican Bank and the Bank of International Settlements I mean these are people that are just gonna whore out whatever religion or people to get other people to fight and it's not about you know I mean the worst religion is statism it's it's the worship of government is the most dangerous religion that is out there and you know a plug for if you haven't read it Larkin Rose L-A-R-K-I-N Rose book uh, the most dangerous superstition you know gets into all this so if you're new to all this I would highly recommend checking that out and hopefully I can have him on the show relatively soon because uh, he has a wealth of information has been in this game a long time but you know thinking that the answer is, oh, if we just elect Donald Trump, I know everything is going to be all right. You know, just shows that you don't have a certain level of understanding of how deep this game really is. Because I supported him fully in 2016, you know, risked a lot to do so, but it wasn't to just, you know, bow down to some emperor or, you know, laugh at all the funny things he was saying. It was, I wanted some substantial changes to be made, most notably in the, the currency, most notably in, um, I mean, I'm, even the Second Amendment, too. I mean, that was, you know, another big issue for me. And, you know, he caved on gun control. There's more gun control got passed underneath Trump than Obama did. So, as you know, I'm a, you know, it's, and, and I'm not even some big gun guy. I'm not out here shooting all the time. I mean, now it's too expensive to even do that, and you can't even find the ammo. But it's, you know, it's shall not be infringed. And if you are going to ban bump stocks, then maybe you should have, you know, get rid of, you know, 900 other gun legislation first before you go and do something like that. And that's, you know, even starting somewhat playing their game. I don't. It's a dangerous game. You, you played a dangerous game there. You played a dangerous game with the vaccines. Uh, you, you know, you played a dangerous game with social media by, you know, saying, oh, you're sitting down with Jack Dorsey and having all these tough talks. Well, fuck your tough, tough talks. I mean, nothing ended up happening. I knew it. I was calling it out at the time, and it was all the Q people who were on my ass, and I, I didn't. I didn't know, I would, you know, trust the plan. I mean, what they wanted people to do is they wanted to think there's some guy out there in a white horse that has all the answers. Well, guess what? We are the ones who have the answers. Each one of us needs to go and try to save ourselves. And even for the liberals that are out there, like you guys want to go and do all this climate change stuff. Well, great. Um, go live off the grid solar power. I mean, a lot of us, you know, crazy radical extremists, you know, anarcho-capitalists, a lot of us are trying to, you know, live off the grid, and the government doesn't even make that easy. They ban, you know, collecting rainwater. They don't give you credits for solar if you aren't hooked into the system. They, you know, ban certain, you know, tiny homes, and they make it illegal to live on 
uh, through zoning laws to live in an RV on land. I mean, there's so many crazy things that if, until you actually look into it, you wouldn't even believe that are actually true. And so, I mean, the liberals are the ones who are mainly sitting in big cities and they're, you know, in the most polluted places in America. You know, they support a big government, even though the government's the biggest polluter in the history of the world. And it's just such hypocrisy on so many different levels. And I, I have had solar power before. And when I, uh, the last house that I owned, I actually had it through uh, Solar City, so it helped make Elon Musk uh, get up there to the number one spot in, in riches. But, I mean, honestly, the answer to everything is just decentralize everything as much as possible. And the liberals want to centralize all the power. They want to, you know, have one person controlling everything and, and then, you know, freak out every time that their person is not in charge, even though more than likely, even if it is a Republican that's not Trump, you know, they're, they're probably on the same team. And so it's just so frustrating seeing this stuff happen time and time again. You know, I guess I'll leave by talking about a little bit about the pandemic. You know, there is something, I mean, I just want to say going into this year, I mean, going back to 2014, I had over 60 N95 masks. I had two hazmat suits. Uh, I gave the N95 masks to my grandparents and I only have a, a few of them now. Uh, but I had bought some gas masks, I had storable food, you know, I had, you know, colloidal silver and, uh, you know, different vitamins and I was in good shape already to begin with. And now, and I, and I wore, first wore a mask walking through uh, TSA for my TSA global entry. So, I mean, I've opted out hundreds of times and, you know, get my balls felt up and all this other stuff. And finally I caved because I'm like, all right, I'm gonna be doing a lot more traveling now. And, and, uh, and so my interview was February 19th and I saw this one girl, Katie Anania, who um, I saw her wear a mask. I think it was like February 3rd flying through the airport. She posted on Instagram, I'm like, oh man, that's pretty badass. Like, like I like, I want to see if I can, if I can pull that. And so I wanted to do that for my global entry interview. I've got a video of it on my phone that I was recording and TSA was pissed at me. So, I mean, I wore a mask before probably 99.99999% of people watching on even on earth. I mean, I guess besides Asia, I guess they were wearing masks ahead of time. <sighs> because at the time, I mean, the government, I mean, were, there's videos of people just dropping dead in China. And I'm like, that's really weird that the government isn't talking anything about this. Maybe this is, maybe something's up with this. And, uh, and then by March, you know, I quickly realized, uh, you know, it was all bullshit and this was not something to be super scared about and all their numbers I thought were wrong. Uh, and this is, again, this is before like even all the lockdowns started. But, you know, I, what I was scared what the human reaction would be in terms of uh, toilet paper shortages and shit like that. No pun intended. But actually, I mean, I bought a bidet in January, the end of January. So, I mean, now I have all these people who think I'm some like unscientific, you know, uh, you know, ignoramus because I don't understand how mass works when I own mass before all they fucking did. I mean, and so, and everyone's like, oh, I hope you go and get sick. Well, you know, I've been to, you know, I went to Anarchapoco this year, didn't get sick. Went to Jackalope Freedom Festival with probably 600 people at it, didn't get sick. Went to Red Pill Conference in October with 600 people in an indoor facility that was all close together, didn't get sick. Went to uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, you know, with probably a thousand people at it, you know, didn't get sick. Went to the uh, uh, Fork Fest, which was also part of that, didn't get sick. And I'm sure I probably, you know, went to a bunch of illegal gatherings and, you know, never got sick. So it's not to say that I'm invincible, but I'm also doing things to, to go on the offense. Like I'm getting tons of vitamin D every day, getting tons of exercise every day, getting good sleep, getting vitamin C. 
all these other things that they're not telling you to do. And so the biggest part of, the, of this fraud actually has to come with how they are actually testing for this. I mean, the, the creator of the PCR test, Kerry Mullins, who happened to die right before coronavirus became a thing, I think in November 2019, just happened to die, you know, and he even, I mean, this guy like excoriated Fauci, couldn't stand him, and was talking about how, you know, this test was never even designed for that type of application. The guy won the Nobel Prize. So, I mean, this was, this is, this is a guy that, you know, by all scientific measures, you know, uh, should be somebody that should be listened to judging by their own criteria. And it's and, and what they're doing is when they test, there's a certain what they call it, a cycle threshold or CT uh, number that they're using. What they amplify the uh, the magnification of this of the result. And so, so what they're doing is, I mean, basically, I mean, imagine if you know you subjectively say, you know, how loud what's a loud beep. I mean, loud could be different for different people. And so, if if I was to go beep 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 you know you, that, that might not be very loud but now if i if i turn it up and go beep 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 and and it's still the same beep but now I'm, it's just being magnified the gains up and then if you magnify it at you know 35x it's going to be a really loud fucking beep if you magnify it at 5x it might still might, might not be very loud and so what they're doing is they're magnifying this at like 35 40 45 cycle thresholds which is making everything a loud beep or in their uh, instance, this would be, you know, you know, basically having the uh, enough coronavirus in their sample to then test positive, even though it's not really testing for an isolated strand of coronavirus. Because uh, now I did hear that they did isolate it a few days ago. I've not actually seen that research. Uh, I did have someone that I do trust a lot tell me that, but I need to. I haven't actually seen that for myself. But, but anyways, even if they did, you know, isolate it like a week ago. Uh, you know, if you didn't isolate it, you can't pass something called the Koch's postulate, which is, Koch's postulate is the scientific formula that they use. I mean, Robert Koch was the guy who, you know, basically England CDC is named after, you know, sort of like, you know, their Fauci, their God over there. And this is not past Koch's postulate to even prove that it is a virus judging by their own science. And so I'm only, so I'm going off their own criteria. So you can't just change all the fucking goalposts, you know, every single time, you know, something else, I mean, you know, sort of reminds you of the Q people. There's always a new goalpost. So like, oh, it's gonna be this day. Oh no, and then this day comes and oh, it's gonna be that day. And then that day comes. There's always some, you know, greater date that something's gonna happen. And so a cycle threshold, I mean, Fauci even said, I think he said above 25 is useless, or maybe it was 30. But anyways, they're running these things at 35, 40. And I guess, you know, I am coming to you from the coronavirus capital of the world, the two-time defending back-to-back -back coronavirus champions over here in Phoenix, Arizona. Because yes, uh, you know, this summer we were the coronavirus capital of the world. And again this week, back at it, baby. So, uh, you know what? I'm still going out. I'm still... You know, not letting this, still not wearing a mask. Um, but, you know, it's just, yeah, so we got the cycle threshold. You know, that's, you know, I mean, that's like the main aspect of it. And then also, I mean, if you, if it's hyped up that, you know, you're going to, you know, die if you get this. And then, then you're going to, you know, make yourself more sick. And you're going to freak yourself out. When you freak yourself out, you're going to put yourself into more stress. And when you're in that more heightened stressed environment, then it's a more likelihood you're going to get sick. And then when you're wearing a mask, I mean, even if you want to wear a mask properly, 
there's certain protocols. I mean, you don't just go and, you know, take your piece of shit fabric and go and crumple it up in your pocket and leave it on, you know, the floor of your car and put it on a table and then use it for three and a half months straight. Uh, and then maybe put it through the wash every now and then, you know, that does nothing. I mean, if you have N95 mask, you should probably be changing that shit out like every 30 minutes. And so I wasn't going to go waste. And so if you're using the same stuff over and over and over again, you're basically creating a, you know, this, uh, oh, my dog sees a bunny right now. You're basically creating like a breeding ground for all this, you know, terrible bacteria that's going to get you sick. And then by not taking in deep breaths, the deeper breaths you take, it helps actually take the pH of your blood and actually helps lowers it. Um, I'm sorry, actually helps raise it up to, uh, you know, basically get your body more alkaline as opposed to being acidic. Because everything we put in our body, basically, I mean not everything, but all the processed crap that we eat, makes our body more acidic. And so, it's just so fucking frustrating to see people, you know who you know, never even you know, basically knew what a mask was, who aren't following proper protocols for even wearing a mask, who are then you know, looking at me like I'm some fucking idiot when I was the one who wore it before they did and I was the one who had it stockpiled before they did. And you know, if this was a big concern, I'd be the first person to be out there wearing it, which I was. So man, it really fucking pisses me off. And so it's just, you know, with all these different things that are out there, I mean, there's just a fraud from so many different levels, and they're just using this to have a great reset. I mean, that is what they're doing. And so, so what social media does, and what their aspect of this is, is that they only put out their little blue check marks. They only put out their messages they want to get approved. If you don't, if you aren't, you know, sucking Fauci's dick and everything, they're gonna basically remove you. We've already been removed on World Alternative Media. You know, I was a contributor for We Are Change for a tiny bit. You know, we got demonetized over there, got demonetized on World Turn of Media even before that. And so, you know, I know exactly how this game works. I know exactly how the censorship works. And what they're ultimately going to do is they are going, I mean, they, they use social media to build consensus. And so the average person out there is a follower. The average person out there, they're stuck in the rat race. They don't have time. And since they don't have time, they're just, you know, quickly hearing the news, which is all propaganda. They're quickly, you know, looking at their Facebook feeds and it's only the stuff that Facebook wants them to see. And it creates this, you know, consensus type environment where if you're going against the consensus, you know, then, you know, there's a big price to pay for going against the consensus. And guess what? There's going to be even a bigger price to pay if everybody goes along with the consensus. And so that's why, you know, they use all these different techniques to basically use propaganda to basically get their message across and so it's been weaponized against us and right now I mean I'm just done with it absolutely done so you guys want to get on my email list the liberty advisor show.com um, for all the business stuff I do I mean I guess I'll give a plug for that because a lot of people don't even know what I do but I am a financial advisor who uh, you know, was recommending crypto early, and as part of it, you know, I have strategies for people that got in early where they could sell and not actually have to, uh, you know, realize any capital gains by doing so. There's, uh, you know, other strategies that I have too, where you know, essentially, you know, we weathered the, you know, what happened in March, you know, extremely well. We I bought put options on the S&P 500, which then protected my clients' portfolios by and large. Uh, so we didn't see, you know, gigantic, you know, 30, 40 
percent drops like everybody else and you know it's just been on top of and and now with the great reset i mean we are managing things uh differently and just this past week i've made a lot of changes to client portfolios it's not the same the same strategy that worked last year will not work this year because the options now cost just a, a ton of money. They're like three, four hundred percent more expensive, and so the math doesn't work. So, I mean, I am a you know red-pilled financial advisor that is not just giving out the regular cookie-cutter advice. And for people that are good fits for me, who are you know libertarians, who are maybe more constitutionalist people that get it, uh, I'm willing to take them take them on. I'm not bringing on. I'm not you know couching my message to you know, make sure everybody likes me because, you know, I'm not trying to work with everybody. And matter of fact, I'm so busy that it's, you know, probably going to take you weeks just to get on my schedule unless, you know, I happen to know you. And so it is just real frustrating. You know, I also offer, you know, IRAs where you can actually have real crypto inside of your IRA, but that's if you want the actual like crypto IRA, self-directed crypto IRA, I mean, you're probably gonna, you know, have to have like a quarter million dollar account and be willing to put at least fifty thousand on the self-direct, the true self-directed side of things. Or, you know, there's other ways to get you into. Uh, but there's, you know, a lot of different caveats and, and things that I would have to mention um, that I just don't really have the time for, and, and honestly, don't really want to be necessarily giving away all the secrets of everything we do. But you know that you can find that at thelibertyadvisor.com. You can also find that at. Um, you know, the libertyadvisorshow.com will have a, a link there as well. You know, get on the email list. You know, I've got lots of good, you know, propaganda that I put out, but it's the good kind. I call it the white propaganda because uh, there's white propaganda and there's black propaganda. It's just like there's white hats and black hats. It's not meant to be a racist statement. It's just, you know, calling it out for what it is. But, you know, it's been a good run on here. Had a lot of, uh, you know, met a lot of cool people on here. Had a lot of great arguments. Have, pissed off you know thousands of people uh you know i've trolled millions and at this point it's just really not worth it for me anymore it's not worth it for my psyche it's not worth it for my friends and family it's not even from like a business perspective it's not really worth it and so i'm getting off and if you want to go find me at float app forward slash liberty advisor i'll be there you want to find me at youtube while i'm still there you can still find me at tim Pichot, the liberty advisor all those links are at the liberty show.com so go there that's where i'm posting videos from now on we've got non-youtube links that are that are going up on, on different embedded pages so that way when i'm eventually taken off youtube that it's not really going to matter and you know i just want to say you know we do have you know things always have to get worse before they get better i mean i guess it doesn't have to but you know that just seems to be the way things go and because we essentially don't say we but because you know the first two years of the republicans controlling everything were squandered uh we are gonna have to go through some tough times but you know tough times don't have to be that tough you know get yourself prepared i mean i would have some storable food i'd have some you know, medical equipment on hand, probably have some gas mask, you know, find a way to grow your own food if you want, you know, maybe have some spare alcohol as well, which probably reminds me, I probably need to go stock up on some because I don't really have too much. Um, you know, have some maybe cash at home, have some gold and silver at home, have some Bitcoin that you actually own, uh, you know, have some firearms if, you know, if, it gets, if it's legal for you to have it, have some ammo, practice if you're able to i mean these are the basic things people always ask me like hey i got five thousand dollars what should i do well do you have storable food oh no i don't well guess what i mean your five thousand dollars even if it gets turned into ten isn't going to mean shit 
if you know there's major supply chain disruptions so you know what don't say you weren't warned don't say we didn't tell you about the stuff i mean i was fucking crazy when i bought masks six years ago in 2014 and yes i know we're in, i mean it was you know later in 2014 when i did it so it was six years ago and you know when i got on thefacebook.com in 2004 things were a lot different i mean it was basically a place where we sort of used it like what i guess twitter is now and was we we're sort of using it to uh you know basically you know post parties and all which is funny at the time because we're posting links to all these uh, you know like underage parties and stuff that we we're throwing at the time but uh yeah i mean it's been real it's been you know fun little experiment that i was sort of in on the ground floor now we're in something much better blockchain technology which that technology can be used to create different social networks where you your message can't be stopped where things can't be taken down there's good and bad like everything else with that and if you don't know a lot about blockchain technology i will be coming out with a course that will be from soup to nuts everything you need to know i'll be having that at the libertyadvisorshow.com send me a message uh you know I, I don't i almost never use messenger now so you know if you want to hit me up on uh you know probably the best thing to do maybe you just want to email me tim t-i-m at the liberty get yourself on a, a waiting list for when we get that out maybe i'll even you know sell it at a discount uh it's not gonna be you know it's probably gonna be like in the 500 to a thousand dollar range uh and maybe we'll have some different options so maybe we'll have like a maybe have like a 500 dollar option and a in a thousand dollar option depending on what people need but you know it's it's one of those things where you know it's gonna be more expensive to not know about it than to actually pay to get into it and it's also gonna be you know more expensive if you end up getting into it and you end up you know losing all of your crypto or you end up getting hacked or you end up getting part of a phishing attack or some sort of uh, sim card swap or you know lots of different ways to basically lose all your money when you get down the crypto rabbit hole and so you know an investment in knowledge is the best investment i've spent an absolute incredible amount of time effort energy and resources putting out information for free uh this one uh will not be free because you know i need to you know be able to uh feed my kids and you know this and i'm a, I'm a free marketer i am a uh you know I, I am a guy that does believe in capitalism so um so i guess my message to everybody is you know, if you blockchain technology is going to change the world, and if you want to be a part of that change, then uh, you know, basically, the sooner you find out, the better. And don't go. And this is not investment advice, but don't go and just throw all of your money at Bitcoin. Definitely don't go throw all your money at some shit coin and some point zero 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 one cent thing because some guy told you if it just gets to a dollar, you're going to be a billionaire. I mean, that's the easiest way to lose all your money. But man, you know, lots of good things are going on in my life, so I don't want to make it seem like, you know, woe is me because, you know, I've pretty much never been happier. And I guess, you know, this would be, you know, kind of a prophetic time. Well, hopefully it's not prophetic. Uh, definitely don't want this to be prophetic because I'm putting out good energy to the universe. But, you know, not suicidal. I've never been, never been happier. I mean, I've got lots of freedom right now. Lots of things are going great. And, you know, I basically, you know, couldn't be happier with you know a lot of things going on in my life right now so uh under no circumstance so i mean anything that happens to me i'd want to investigate it because i am you know talking about a lot of stuff that people don't want to talk about i mean the central banking issue is the most important aspect there is and uh, we see little kids over there 
riding their bike with masks and no helmets, like fucking idiots. Um, I mean, I, I almost just want to say something. I mean, riding his bike with one hand with, with no helmet and a mask. I mean, the height of stupidity. Okay, so uh, yeah, I mean, everything's going great. Would never do anything to jeopardize everything I've got going on right now. And uh, yeah, I definitely appreciate everyone out there and appreciate everyone that's followed me over the years. I know a lot of people have hit me up, uh, you know, privately and told me that, hey, they love all the stuff I'm saying and they're a little bit too afraid to say it themselves. And so, you know, it, it does help. And so, you know, appreciate everyone that has done that throughout the years. But anyways, it's time for me to sign off Facebook after 16 years. And uh, I mean, I would say i see you guys later, but I won't be seeing you guys later. So if you, if you do want to see me later, you can find me at float.avp forward slash Liberty Advisor. And this is my last message to all of you. And fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. And Twitter too. Fuck you, Jack Dorsey as well. I already got off Twitter.